So I'm going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back. We are glad you can make it. Uh, what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> this is Don't Touch My Sasquatch. We explore the mysteries of the cryptid, the creepy, and the unexplainable. We are still your hosts. I am Josh. And I would prefer to be called Mission Commander Lennon for the next two episodes. And this is our little buddy, Little Squatch. What the fuck is this? <laughs> uh... Yeah, we have a uh, new mascot I bought in every attempt to make Lennon laugh throughout the episode. Um, and every opening, I have a little puppet of a Sasquatch. So in the opening, I made him roar. Jesus. <laughs> That's fucking great. So that was the whole point, is make him laugh. Oh, that was good. Success. <laughs> Mission one, success. Awesome. All right. Follow us on Instagram at don't touch our Sasqu- don't oh shit. Follow us on Instagram at don't touch my Sasquatch pod. Go to the website at don't touch my Sasquatch.com. You'll find some merch, you'll find some affiliates, and you'll find our podcast. If you're enjoying the content and you want to show your support, we would very appreciate it. If you joined our Patreon, you'll get ad-free episodes, exclusive content. We're working on some exclusive merch for the high level. And much more. Like, share, subscribe, Tell leave friend. us a rating. This all helps us to be uh, seen by more people. And we also will give you our eternal gratitude and love. <laughs> all the love we have. So, Lennon, how'd you like that opening? You like was, a little squatchy? That was wonderful. Um, yeah, here, why don't you go play with them? I'm going to toss them to you. Don't hit the mic. Where the hell did you get this? <laughs> I'm not saying where I got it. <laughs> it was an online order that was supposed to come on Monday. And it came yesterday, and I was like, victory! <laughs> That's awesome. So I figured he could be our little mascot. I can't wait for the video format for yeah, sit right on the table. I thought about like using my phone and videotaping your reaction, and then I realized I have too much going on, and I will totally blu- flubber. Fl- flubber. <laughs> it's kind of like blubber. It's a good call. <laughs> Flub the opening more than i already did i think you can hear us laughing as the opening was going on (laughs) (laughs) she came out of nowhere your face you didn't see the steps you just saw him roaring and you're just like huh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was great that was great like i said mission is success that was every every episode you'd Tell them. Make it a point to <laughs> act out the intro as we're listening. It always fucking gets me. Yeah, well, now we have a uh, mascot to do the job for me. I don't have to Perfect. sit there roaring into the mic like a... What is our mascot's name? I told you. To figure out. Little Squatch. Little Squatch. We can come up with something different. I don't Little really Squatch. know. It's the only thing I got. Maybe we'll put that out to the listeners in the future. <laughs> I like it. Tell us what names you'll have. We'll take a picture and uh, we'll show it on Instagram. You we'll tell put it on us. Our Insta. You tell us what you think. You look at these feet, though. They're huge, almost like a Bigfoot. <laughs> but they're half his body. Like that. <laughs> those are enormous. <laughs> that's that's his whole torso. That's incredible. I loved it. Uh, by the way, I got it from a store online from a store in the Pacific Northwest. So awesome. it's authentic. That's authentic awesome. puppet. But that is sassy. Our our our. 
Little Squatch, or whatever the hell you call it. Today's episode is about the moon, NASA, and the moon. Everything about it. Yeah. Apollo missions, I should say. Yep, the Apollo missions, other. (laughs) Other. Uh, It's about NASA's, pretty much about NASA's. I love our new chairs. I keep doing this shit because I just don't want to. Jesus. It's wonderful. We got uh, we had an upgrade in the studio, and we're too busy rocking in our new chairs. We got to, some uh, fancy game chairs. That absolutely, have nice rocking on them, like a rocking chair. My fault. Please continue your description of what the hell we're talking about uh, today. We are talking about the moon and NASA's moon endeavors. Endeavors. You like that? I like it all. I think we should start with the moon. I was going to ask, what is the moon? Where is the moon? How is the moon? What is the moon? I'll do you button better. better. Why, Why is the moon? The moon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, love Drax. Um, the moon is the fifth largest natural satellite in the solar system. Yeah, it's 2,159.1 miles in diameter. Yes, it is. And it also drifts three centimeters away from the Earth every year. Away? Um, that's not good for our tides. Well, right now, the current distance from the Earth is 238,900 miles. All right. Is this whole thing <laughs> just one of each other on fat? Yes. It's, Try again. It started out pretty pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, it's okay, because my trail's <clears throat> off pretty soon. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Crack the knuckle. All right. Is that your neck? That was my neck. All right. Due to gravitation... Due to gravitational tidal lock, the moon is rotating in such a way that we always see the same side. Blasted. You got that one. Damn straight it did. Well, it takes 27 days to orbit around the Earth. That was my next note. I'm going to go with it. And 27 days for the moon to orbit on its axes. Just to go with what you just said. Nice. What about the dark side of the moon? Anything Um, for that? It is not as covered in craters and mare, which mare, plural, maria, is any flat, dark plane of lower elevation on the moon. That's all the dark gray spots you see when you look at the moon. Oh, when I hear mare, I think horse. There you go. Or if you hear maria, you think... West Side Story? Like, That's what I was just thinking. I was like, where are you going with I this? I don't know. I don't know. I figured <laughs> you'd take it. a dramatic it. pause. And <laughs> uh, like the Earth, the moon has layers. The moon has a solid inner core a liquid outer core, a layer of partial melt, a mantle, and a crust. The moon's gravity is one-sixth as powerful Don't, as the th- Earth. Stop. No, knock it off. <laughs> you <laughs> mind. The moon generally <laughs> has a gravitation of one-sixteenth that of the Earth. Oh, I forgot a one, didn't I? He did. Sixteenth. But in certain areas, it is stronger, and nobody knows why. These areas of stronger gravity are called mass cons. Yes, that's because some of the rocks they examined... On some of the Apollo missions showed that they were formed in the presence of a very strong magnetic magnetic field that was stronger than Earth's magnetic field. Yes. Ooh, I just winked at you. That <laughs> click was me winking. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are making weird noises. Uh, these mass cons, mass concentrations, are typically found in the maria or dark seas people would recognize from looking at the moon. I think everybody just heard me take a drink of water. Awesome. I like Shit. It. No, it's fine. <laughs> we're not allowed to show we're real humans on this <laughs> podcast. We are alien robots. Well, <laughs> to go with what I was saying about the magnetic field, 
objects the size of the moon should not be able to produce a magnetic field as strong as the Earth, let alone stronger than the Earth. But also, I don't know where I was going with that. So I was just trying to finish my thought process. That I, like I, I don't know why I put that in two notes. Well, I have that a full understanding of these mass cons <laughs> hasn't been reached other than they should be slightly less gravity, but they are op- the opposite, and that something beneath them is causing gravitational anomalies. Uh, the last note I have, so you're going to take the cake, I think, uh, that on the Apollo missions, some of the orange dirt, or whatever you call it, that's found, was actually volcanic glass, which shows the support of eruptions on the moon. I'll get to that later on. So will I, actually, on one of the missions. Mm, me too. Well, technically, we're talking about the same mission, and I'm not really covering that one. That's you. But, <laughs> shit, I'm still going to talk about it. I <laughs> think <laughs> you brought it up. Um, all That's right. the last note I have. Do you have anything else? I sure fucking do. Well, let's talk about the moon. So I think I officially win. Um, the accepted theory for the moon's creation is the big whack. You didn't get to that, did you? I didn't I didn't know how deep you were getting into the moon. And no, I didn't get into I that. I got in there. So it's the general... <laughs> got in there, huh? <laughs> Uh, for this episode, I have been reading a book and they kind of went into detail about, um, I'll talk more about the book later, but they went into detail about, um, different, leave his feet alone. It's just there. (laughs) (laughs) You're over here playing with his feet. (laughs) What do you do? This little piggy goes to market? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Composure. Anyway, they talked about how the theory of how the moon is created has changed over the years. So at the moment, the accepted theory for the moon's creation is the big whack theory or giant impact hypothesis. Um, This states that 4.5 billion years ago, a giant Mars-sized celestial mass slammed into the Earth and the debris from the impact coalesced and cooled and then turned into our homegirl, the moon. I've seen that before. Not the actual process because we'd all be dead. I've uh, seen that on a video talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. It was, took years to like cool and turn into our moon and yeah. The other theories through the <laughs> decades, centuries. <laughs> You're allowed to pick on me, by the way. Yes, the other the other theories were pretty interesting to me. Like one of them was that the moon was just floating through space and got floating caught. in the sky. Flo- I can't do your do <laughs> floating in the sky. There you go. It was floating in the sky <laughs> and got caught in our orbit. And uh, the tractor beam that bitch in, didn't <laughs> But like, like, if it's floating in the sky, it must be going pretty slow to be tracked. Like, oh, eh, shit, I got caught in right. the orbit of the earth. Oh, fuck, there was another one I can't remember right now, but there were some weird ones. I didn't, I didn't well, that means I win. I, nope, I got more. <laughs> um, so the theory of the big whack is supported by the <laughs> it doesn't sound good, it doesn't it's uh, either a it, contract killer or a sexual innuendo. Yes, uh, it is supported by evidence that the lunar surface was once nearly completely molten and also that it has an identical orbit to Earth's, meaning it has a, it at least has a common origin point. And that would be... The I was too whack. busy whacking to really pay attention to what I you know just you said. Are. I loved it. <laughs> you didn't. Great, I agree. There's a test on it. <laughs> There's no test this time. Oh. What are we on, episode two? <laughs> um, I'll get into this later. For fuck's sakes, how much do you have on the moon? Well, you know, it's the moon episode, and 
this is one of my favorite things. It's just space. This well, tell me more. Tell this me shit's more. Famous. My favorite. Famous. This shit's famous. Well, yeah, it is kind <laughs> well, of famous. That's true. Transition. <laughs> Transition. Maybe I'll just leave that. Transition to NASA. Well, let's just get to NASA and try this again. In October. In October. I can't do Russian accent. We're not going to do that. October fourth, nineteen fifty-seven, the Soviet Union launched their first satellite called Sputnik One. Great fucking name. It's pretty cool looking too. It looks like a Sputnik. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little guy. Was he 30 pounds, I think? <laughs> then, on November 3rd, 1957, Josh, they launched... Time. Oh, he's cracking it open in the middle of my fucking sentence. I, I'm, I'm yawning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that boring? All right. On November 3rd, 1957, we're going to get a little energy because Lennon's falling asleep. They launched Sputnik 2. Yep. On Sputnik 2, they had the dog Laika. Mm-hmm. I had to pronounce that out. I wrote that Laika. You did good. Laika. Laika. It was Laika. Fuck me. Even I screwed it up. Laika. They had Laika on the fucking thing. And embarrassed by the Sputnik programs that they launched, the U.S. started working on their own satellite to throw up in orbit. They're just going to toss it up there. And on December of 1957, their first attempt called Vanguard, well, it blew up. Shortly after launch. That's unfortunate. Um, good job, though. Nice try. Mm-hmm. So try again. On January 31st, 1958, their second attempt called the Explorer successfully launched and orbited the Earth. Yeah. Orbited the Earth. I don't know if it's still orbiting. I didn't check that, actually. On October 1st, 1958, the U.S. created the civilian agency called the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA. Mm-hmm. And it started its operation, like I said, October 1st, 1958. And then in May of 1961, JFK, President John F. Kennedy declared that the U.S. would put a man on the moon before this decade ends. That was terrible. I'm trying to impersonate him. (laughs) It was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) Anyways, he made that promise and then sadly was... Assassinated a year later. Uh, we we taught you this by we taught you this. Yeah, me and uh, the Ooh. world. Uh, who, who assassinated him? Oh, shut your fucking mouth! All right, for the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did you know that the uh, that NASA was created to replace NACA? I did. Did I step on your feet? You did not. Oh. You're just added to my feet. The National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics. Get it, girl. It was created to give the U.S. government's space program a little more civilian feel and connection. Bah. <laughs> I guess. You can keep going. Oh, I can. I have, I have the note that talks about the last 64 years, so we're... Perfect. So it's my You're turn a- to take over. It's your turn. I got some massive shit for you. Grab it by the balls and tell the people. All right. Just... Don't show the people your balls. Nobody wants to see that. NASA, despite being called a civilian. NASA, despite being <laughs> called a civilian agency. Not really civilian, is it? No. Uh, in ni- it was called a civilian agency in the 1958 National Aeronautics and Space Act. It is actually a further extension of the DOD. Therefore, it also states that no information the president or the DOD claim to be classified can be shared in any report or document to the public. Fuck those bitches. We need that, some hackers to go get some more photos and shit. That is in the National Aeronautics and Space Act of 1958. 
lies. Yeah. In the early days of NASA, a study was done by a think tank. I think it was called the Brookings Report. It was entitled, The Proposed Studies on the Implications of Peaceful Space Activities for Human Affairs. It's a goddamn mouthful. Where's the acronym on that one? They always have acronyms. They always do. The document's purpose was to provide legal cover for NASA to hide extraterrestrial evidence from the public if the president or the DOD deemed it. In the report, the term artifacts was used. Just the word artifacts. It was used during a passage explaining that it expected NASA will discover alien artifacts or ruins in the solar system on our exploration missions. Why would they expect to find that, though? Exactly. I thought we didn't have aliens. They didn't visit us. They haven't been here. They talk about the artifacts. The document proposes the question of whether this information should be given to the public immediately or withheld and justified with what good will it do for society? That was that question was in there. Was there an answer to what that question? Good, no, they what, left us hanging. It is. It basically said that they won't tell the public because what good will it do for society? It was rhetorical. Those bastards are putting rhetorical questions in fucking documents. Yep. Assholes. It said that the social devastation, quote-unquote social devastation, it would cause is now justified through this document keeping NASA's secrets on the matter. Jesus. <laughs> I did it again. You fucking did. Yes, so yes. Basically, yes. At the end of this document, the takeaways are... That the DOD and the president. Now I can't look at you without laughing. I know. Basically, the takeaways of this document at the end are that NASA has a legal cover to hide um, evidence of maybe otherworldly beings of some kind of evidence in this in space. They have justification for it due to the fact that what good will it do for society other than create quote unquote social devastation? So, Josh, what are the social implications? in religious sex and internal affairs, international affairs that you believe would occur. Mass chaos. Yeah. No, I believe if it became slowly rolled out and well-known, I think over time we, as a human race, have shown, would adapt, learn, but I don't know what implications it would have. Mm. I mean, there will be mass panic if you just say, aliens are here, Surprise! and they're taking you, and we have a, they're helping us get to space. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, you know. I guess it depends on if it's a malicious or a friendly, you know? Yeah, I know I don't want to agree with these people, but I do agree with them that there would be social devastation. I think that the way our world is so divided right now and everything, if we get... But wouldn't that give us a common common goal? These I think bastards are coming after us. We need to band together, motherfuckers. I think rather than rally against them, we would rally for them. As oh. in... I mean, if they were mean, of course. Right. Yeah. Like, we've been kind of put put these people on a pedestal in our culture mm-hmm. of this is, these are our leaders. But now there's people above these leaders. Oh, I never thought about that's that. That's kind of how I would see it. So and I think that's kind of how they saw it. I also think maybe... Well, you saying that makes me think there'll also be more of the distrust in the government. Right. Like, why are you holding this back for so many years? Exactly. Okay, I can see that, yeah. You alright? I don't know, the screen just flashed. Oh, it's the fucking pig man again. He's coming. Jody's back. (laughs) Fucking Jody. Oh, Caffeine break. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, let's make me laugh with liquid in my mouth in front of thousands of dollars worth of electronic equipment. <laughs> just, just do what you used to do when you played uh, high school sports: turn and cough. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so, oh man, Jody, uh, I still am pissed. I forgot you that. Did see whole... her? No, nor do I want to. Uh, I know you do, but. <laughs> I forgot the whole damn pitcher incident on, oh, what are you doing with the little squatch? I'm fixing him. He looks much better staring right at me. Good. Fucking creeper. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the stuff I left out of the last episode, uh-huh. I've been kicking myself because there was a pitcher you found. Oh, we didn't talk about the picture. Did we didn't we? talk about the pitcher because oh. I, I couldn't find the pitcher myself. Mm. And then you found it. And it was one of those son of a bitch moments. <laughs> the um, one that she drew, right? The one that she drew of the pig man running back to the in the snow. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then she showed her parents about footsteps in the snow. Well, we mentioned it now, but hopefully you guys heard that episode. If not, go check out three, four, five. <laughs> They're our best yet. Hopefully this one will be our best yet. Hopefully the next one will be the better one. And then better. Hopefully we just keep getting better as we get more comfortable. Yeah. Hope you guys are enjoying this. Why'd you say that so quiet? <laughs> so getting back to uh, NASA, because we're not here to talk about Jody anymore. Um, for the past almost 64 years, NASA has continued to explore our solar system in both manned and unmanned crafts, as well as explore... <clears throat> having a stroke. As well as explore around our galaxy and beyond with the Hubble Telescope. And now the James Webb... Space Telescope. That's a fucking mouthful. The James Webb Space Telescope is 100 times more powerful than the Hubble Telescope and will will change the way we see the universe in a positive way, hopefully. Did you ever hear the story about how the Hubble needed glasses? I didn't. (laughs) Well, James Webb kind of sounds like a person with glasses on, so mm, excellent. Uh, It's pretty cool. Everyone check that story out. It's pretty cool. Thanks for teasing us and not delivering. God damn it. (laughs) Basically, they had to send a crew up there to put glasses on the Hubble telescope because the photos were coming back blurry. Oh, well, I mean, he was getting old and his cool. eyesight was going. Leave him alone. That's why we replaced him with James Webb well, Space Telescope. So NASA has been operating for almost 64 years. Well, it was started. It wasn't uh, a question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were, like, testing me. I was like, October 1st, 1958. That's almost 64 years from when we're recording. I'm bleeding it into a transition. Transition! Transition. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so their missions, manned and unmanned, towards the moon, these are all going to be moon-related, began... Here we go. March 3rd, 1959, with the Pioneer 4. The goal of that was to be a lunar flyby. Just just to see if we can get there type of deal, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, they, they took it in the steps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 1960s, you had the Ranger missions. The goal was to travel to the moon and, upon approach, transmit data and pictures back to Earth before finally crashing into the surface. In 1961, NASA launched Ranger 1 on August 23rd with an attempted test flight and Ranger 2 on November 18th with an attempted test flight. That's uh, attempted test flight, like, to the moon? Or? Yes, they attempted okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure if you were just... That was very confusing. Yes. I'm confused easily, so maybe they weren't. 
1962, the year after, there was three Ranger missions that were a go. On January 26th was Ranger 3, and again, an attempted impact. April 23rd was Ranger 4. It attempted impact or attempted landing? An attempted impact. Really? There's no landing. They were crashing them into the surface. So they're just taking spaceships, millions of dollars worth of spaceships, and saying, get fucked. Yeah, there's crashing these fuckers <laughs> into the fucking moon. How much moon shit do we have? We'll get to that later. <laughs> so Ranger 4... Finally had a successful crash. <laughs> I have so never heard that before. I know. We had a successful crash. They impacted it on, uh, it was launched on uh, April 23rd. Did they do that? La, la, la. They did. <laughs> it's part of the actual transcript. Uh, Ranger 4. <laughs> so Ranger 5 was October 18th. It was huh? Ranger Five was launched on October eighteenth of nineteen sixty two, and again an attempted impact. Oh, okay. No successful crashes. <laughs> what they just there's this big two thousand mile wide moon so, that they just miss. Like so, when I say an attempted impact, the what I got this information from the website uh-huh. NASA.gov. That was a weird noise. Sorry, <laughs> it didn't have any info, so I don't know what attempted impact. If it meant that they missed the fucking moon, that. That's how I take it. Is they missed the moon? That's like, what I'm wondering. Well, because you're because it's supposed to fly by, go into an orbit, and then crash. Maybe that flew by, but it didn't go into orbit. orbit. Yeah, maybe that bird has something to say about it. Yeah, it fucking sure does. So in 1964, Ranger six and seven were launched in January and July of that year, and both had a successful impact. Um, 1965 was Ranger eight and nine. In February and March, respectively, and again, had a successful impact. Yeah, that wasn't a good start for NASA. We can't successfully crash our ships. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So that brings us up to 1966, the start of the Surveyor missions. Oh, the decade's getting long here. Yes. So the mission of the Surveyor series was to demonstrate the feasibility and execution of a soft lunar landing for future manned crew as well as to transmit data and pictures. So there you go. We're finally like... Trying to land it, not crash it. <laughs> These millions of dollars worth of shit can uh, actually so, be used for more shit. So, Bill, uh, that last crash, could one of our astronauts survive it? They couldn't? Oh, shit, we're going to have to actually land one of these fucking things. <laughs> yeah. God. So as well as the Surveyor series of missions, we also brought out the Lunar Orbiter missions. Mm-hmm. The Lunar Orbiter missions were to fly into a low orbit around the moon and map the surface for potential landing sites for the Apollo 11 landing. Like the Sea of Tranquility. Yes. So they're finally starting to get down to brass tacks. We need to find a spot to land this puppy. Oh. So they got the surveyor looking to test the landing, and they got the Lunar Orbiter to look for a spot to land. Okay, we're putting it all together finally. We're getting there. So in 1966, Surveyor 1 uh, was launched on May 30th. Uh, It was a lander, and it landed. The lander has landed. Yes. August 10th. as famous as the Eagle has landed. On August 10th, Lunar Orbiter 1 was launched, and it was a success. Um, Surveyor (laughs) 2 was launched on September 20th, and Lunar Orbiter 2 was launched on November 6th. Did it tell how much fucking money we have spent trying to get to the moon? Right. And this is only... We're not even on the Apollo missions. We're only eight years after NASA was formed at this point. This was 1966. Super, super expensive. Like, I mean, it's expensive to go to space as is, but 
That is like, yeah. what, 10 missions a year? Holy oh, shit. You get to 1967, and this is just the lunar missions, yeah. which obviously that's what we focused on to start. But in 1967, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight lunar missions just in 1967 alone. I guess trial by fire and fix your errors, but holy Christ. Right. All right, we're going to hit this one hard. Hit it hard. 1967, that's Lunar Order said. 3, February 4th. Success. Surveyor 3, April 17th. Success. Lunar Orbiter 4, May 8th. Success. Surveyor 4, July 14th. Failure. Success. Oh, what happened? Everybody remember Surveyor 4 for later on. Surveyor 4. Surveyor 4. Explorer. Right? Wow. Explorer 35. 35? July 19th. Whew. Yes. Um, lunar, lunar Orbiter 5, August 1st, Surveyor 5, September 8th, Surveyor 6, November 7th. So Surveyor 5 and 6 were launched within two months of each other. Or, well, September 8th and November 7th. It's not a lot of time it's to almost, fix almost two whatever months. was... I mean, shit, they're just fucking pumping these things out like crazy at this point. Meanwhile, they get to the moon, it's like, this is like a junkyard. What the fuck is going on? Hey, there's so much shit. 1968, Surveyor 7, January 7th. And finally... On December 21st of 1968, Apollo 8, a crewed orbiter. Oh, finally hitting the Apollo missions. All right. Yep. Crewed orbiter. Now, we're not going to talk about Apollo 1 that killed three astronauts, right? Nope, we're not talking about that. All right, we're going to leave that out there. We're just going to whoop right to the side. Yes. Just jump to 8, where we well, start having some success. On their website, they just went right from there to, oh, to they, Apollo 8. Oh, they edited it out, too. They, they edited it they out. They said, we're not going to talk about the deaths. Yeah. All right. Uh, 1968. We talked about 1969. <laughs> yes, we did. Brings us to... First Ma- off, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, May 18th, 1969, Apollo 10. Getting there. Getting there. And you ready for it. Everyone knows it. July 16th, 1969, Apollo... You, 11. You stole my line. I was going to say it. Okay. Yeah, that's only fair, though. Take it's it only fair. No, that's only fair. Take it back. I take no. it back. It's gone. It's out of my mouth now. It's only fair. I took your line, what, an episode or two ago? Which was? I will be continued to be Josh. You did not. You know, I did. and the it's therapist fair. and I worked hard to get that blocked, but you brought it back up. You know, <laughs> nothing wrong with therapy. Go go get some if you need it, but um, Apollo there's no helping you. Take it away, my friend. I will be mission control in this scenario. God damn it. I'm mission commander. You're mission commander. Yeah, you're on the actual spaceship. I'm mission control. I'm telling you what to fucking do, asshole. Now get on the medical line because we have some shit to discuss. Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, July 16th, 1969. As Lennon stated, Apollo 11 launched. Astronauts Michael Collins, Buzz Aldrin, and our boy Neil Armstrong launched what was the first of seven missions to actually land a manned craft on the moon. Only Apollo 13, as you've seen from movies and history, only Apollo 13 had to be aborted and uh, never was completed. And actually their loon loon module was used... Fuck you. Lunar module was used to um, help them get back. Anyways, we're not talking about Apollo 13. Fuck them. All right. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, they had a problem. First crewed flight, Apollo 7. Thank you. Thank you for that chime in. <laughs> October 11, 1968. Are you going to go with the first one, too, when they died? Failures, Apollo 1 and 13. 
Well, one was the one that killed people. 13, at least, they got home safe. Now, we're going to get back to Apollo 11, if that's cool. I almost said 13. 11, if that's cool with you. Fuck the uh, failed missions. We're going to land on that goddamn moon and before this decade is over. All right? Yeah. The man that was shot nine years... Well, that would be seven years ago. Seven years ago, promised we were getting to the moon. What's the date off the top of your head? Five seconds. Of what? The... the Lunar mission? Kennedy assassination. I don't fucking know. I'm not a history buff. We didn't talk about that. 11 Yeah. Okay, so that was six years ago then. Whatever. <laughs> Get fucked. I'm a pansy. You are a pansy. I know you said pansy. <laughs> your, your look of just like, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> uh, oh, he's getting a drink break, so, drink break, so while he's doing that... It took four days, six hours, and 45 minutes to reach the moon. Now, of course, that includes the wraparound of the... Well, that sounded totally off topic. <laughs> Going around the um, Earth. Orbit Earth. Well, it's just one little wraparound, like a J. Yep, slingshot. Yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> who's telling the story here? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the round trip took eight days, three hours, 18 minutes, and 35 seconds. It was very important they put that 35 seconds in. It is. Certainly. 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 They traveled at nearly 20,000 miles per hour. I've also seen 24,000 miles an hour. Like, I don't know how fast they traveled. It's Roughly. either 20 to 25,000 miles per hour. That's fucking quick. Yes. Through space. So now we're just going to get into the timeline of everything. So this was about two hours and 45 minutes after launch. They did the one loop to slingshot them around the Earth to head and travel the 238,000-mile distance between the Earth and the moon. Sounds like a fun trip. Step one, check. Road trip from hell. You better like the fucking people you're with (laughs) because, Neil, would you stop shitting in here? Oh, my God, it smells. Fuck. Buzz, what'd you eat? Beans? Good lord. Poor Michael, man. He had to stick on the ship by himself. About three days, three hours, and 50 minutes after launch, they entered Moon's orbit. It was about 62 miles above um, the Moon's surface. Mm-hmm. So now, I don't know how many times they orbited. Or- orbited. I didn't know how many times they orbited. I actually didn't research that. I was too busy reading. Fucking 20 million pages of transcript between NASA and fucking Apollo 11. And I want to thank you for doing that. It took... You did the Lord's work. 90 plus minutes to read all that. And I stopped after they got back on the ship. So I don't know from the ship to back to Earth Yeah, what happened. Because my brain was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I don't understand half the shit that's so, been said. So, spoiler alert, I, ta- I, I did the research on Apollo 17. Yeah. Um, you did? Well, you know I did. This is news to me. Shit. And uh, so I've heard from watching various shows, Ancient Aliens, NASA, Unexplained Files, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that there was a, a tra- uh, audio recording of them saying, what was that? Jack, what was that? Or something like that. In Apollo 17? Yes. So I was like, all right, let me look through the transcript because I couldn't find anything. And I found the same exact type of document you found, just the entire transcript. Yeah. From... An hour and a half before launch yep. to, to countdown to landing to landing to back. Wow, that yeah. was it was like two thousand pages, and I'm like, I'm not sitting here reading you all did, this. You didn't read all it? Um, no, no, I did not. 
I'm a little disappointed. Why did I do all that work then? <laughs> you did it first and you told me about it, so I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> so about one day and one hour after entering the orbit, Neil Armstrong started the descent to the moon. And here we go, baby. Is he going to land it? Is he going to crash it? Anything, you know, like Take NASA the- likes to crash into the moon. <laughs> they finally f- learned they could land things. They Well, yeah, and... They had a stone-cold killer at fucking pilot, Neil Armstrong, like, yeah, I don't think we're going to land here. We're going to fucking go that way. I want to know. <laughs> I will. Uh, so while he was landing, he was getting close to landing, he had uh, fuel running low. That's fun. Dangerously low, actually. It was about 30 seconds left in reserves. Armstrong noticed that the autopilot was having them land in the middle of a boulder-filled crater. That would be... Just on par with NASA. Just crashed the shit in the moon, right? Yep. So he took control. He took over controls. He maneuvered the craft. He shot it forward. So it would uh, shot it forward faster. That's important. Shot it forward faster to clear the crater and land safely on on the moon in the location they landed. Hmm. So that his his uh, his composure and knowledge and um, I read something that Buzz Aldrin talked about how just. He was so confident yes. and so calm in that scenario. And apparently, I didn't listen to it because I read the whole fucking transcript. I didn't want to listen to it, too. Apparently, on the TV cast, nobody could tell that there was actually something wrong. Right. And that they, they thought they just landed nicely. Meanwhile, NASA's holding their breath and turning blue. <laughs> <laughs> so the landing in whole, it took about two hours and six minutes. And that was on July 20th, 1969. Now, Houston, the eagle has landed. Wasn't there an alarm? There was an alarm, but that's your part. Let me finish what I'm talking. So, <laughs> but this was before the landing. All right, all right. So, while they were landing, there was an alarm. Thank you. It was the 1202, right? The 1202 alarm, correct. Yeah, 1202. Hey, Lennon, tell us about the 1202 <laughs> alarm, please. All right, here we go. Conspiracy time. <clears throat> The twelve oh two alarm was sounding during their landing, which the astronauts didn't have a clue what it meant since they got they were not briefed on it before training. I apologize, Lennon. There was I apologize. so much <laughs> shit happening. This water bottle, I think I just need to leave open, so let's pop it open. And we're gonna leave it open for my take a drink. We're gonna leave it away from the table. I'm gonna put so it on the floor twelve times. And we're not going to interrupt the Master Commander. Mission Commander. No, no, you're Master Commander now. Perfect. You've been upgraded. I don't awesome. think there's such a thing, baby. Well, I, I aim to please. So during the landing, um, they had a 1202 alarm is what it was called, which started going off. The astronauts in the lunar module had no idea what it meant because they were never briefed on it in training. And so they messaged back to Houston, and even Houston was like, the what alarm? And they were kind of like scrambling to try and figure out what the hell it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know about it. Uh, just give us a second. What the fuck is this? <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so they were never briefed on it because it wasn't thought to be an issue because no one ever foresaw it becoming an issue. So the alarm actually was, it was a computer con- overload alarm. The computers were receiving so much data that they shut down and rebooted. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> Buzz said... Going back with what you were saying about how cool and calm and collected he was, yep. um, Buzz said that Neil was gripping the mission abort button while awaiting Houston to figure out 
what it was or what caused it. And again, never once made its way into the, the, audio. the panic, I should yep. say, at least. Didn't even make it on the um, the panic-wise. Didn't make it on the transcript either. Yeah. So Of course, we didn't have the medical line, so who knows what was actually Oh, happening. yes, exactly. So it was a computer overload alarm. So the cause was ultimately because the landing radar and the rendezvous radar were both switched on instead of just the landing radar. So the landing radar... Is downward-looking radar for landing. Makes sense. Right. The rendezvous radar is meant for sideways radar. So why would they have the sideways? Sideways. Why would they have sideways-looking radar turned on or even on? Well, they would have it on there for obvious reasons, but why would they have it turned on right. when they can see where they're going and they've already got it? Because their landing site, there was no mountains around, right? No. Yeah, so... I mean, Why the distance, but it wouldn't have recorded it. Right. So this kind of bleeds into what I will be talking about later, is why that they need to have sideways radar on when and they were landing. Why was it getting overloaded? Is it just because they were both on, or was it picking up something it was off both its... on. They manually switched okay. them on. But I on didn't accident. Know, right, but I didn't what know if it, like, they overloaded the system, which gave the 1202 alarm. Was it picking up anything on the sides... And was but, that why it was overloaded? Right. It was just getting way too much information. I think it was only... Okay. It was because just, okay. The, the phone that we have in our pocket yeah. is more advanced than the computers. God damn it. That was a fact I had. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but Cut yes, it. it is. Cut it. It is. More advanced the NASA than the computers, computers had 32,000 bytes, and we have like 32 billion <laughs> so bytes. So sorry. Here, here. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. This is a competition. You need to win. <laughs> oh, just wait till later. So <laughs> she said. Oh, um, um, yeah. So twelve o two alarm. They just had to switch off the sideways radar, and then it, it solved it. Yeah, it was just taking away too much data, and it was overloading it. Now this threatening to shut down the computer. Go this, ahead. This worries me. Yes, because their first thing is to crash and then fix problems. They don't foresee this. What the fuck is the twelve o two alarm? How do you not know what the 1202 alarm? Didn't you guys fucking create this thing? These chairs are wonderful. I love it. Um, <laughs> well, I bet they didn't have these in NASA. Oh, they'd was, be common. Cool Houston too. was more trying to figure out why it was getting over. Why? Okay. I took it as they didn't know what it Sorry. was. I'm That's misspoke. my fault. The astronauts didn't know what it was because they, they were didn't. never briefed on it. Houston was Understood. trying to figure out what was overloading. Okay. I feel better now. I feel a little better. Correction. <laughs> I feel a little better. Still, let's stop crashing shit in the moon, please. Yes. And we're just starting because, you know, lunar modules just get crashed in the moon after we're done with them. Right. So, yes, Eagle has landed, finally. Yep. Now my water's open. I almost knocked her down. Let's just move that back. Now now Brock will come in the door, and then everything will be <laughs> messed up. He's got a nose is waiting. You called, sir? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so about six hours and 20 minutes, they stayed. In the so they landed and stayed in, in the fucking lunar module for two, six hours and twenty two really? minutes. Yep. Wow. Didn't know uh, about that. Yeah. Well, I don't know why it never really stated why they stayed there, but oh yeah, that's that's why. Sorry, they did state it. Figured it out. It's all coming back to me now. No, you oh, do sorry. it. No, you do it. <laughs> so, what happened was they had they wanted them to have a meal and rest Ooh. before they. That's um, smart. Yeah. So actually, that was a smart reason. So it was six hours, 22 minutes. And then it came time to uh, leave. And of course, Neil Armstrong was chosen being the, the mission commander. Yeah. Being Lennon's position. Like myself. To 
to step, be the first man to ever step foot on the moon. And he says the famous quote that um, everybody knows. I, I don't, I even think these little bastards nowadays know it too. That's how famous it is. And that is, we have a recording. Sorry, I was waiting for the sound to be turned up. <laughs> How much longer can I prolong? It's <laughs> like, is he getting there? Okay, here we go. Here's the recording of it. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Thank you, Neil. So, my question, I, oh, I actually kind of wanted to leave that open because uh, I want you to hear it again in a second. My question, did you hear anything other than that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind? And I know we've already talked about, so play dumb. I did not hear anything. Oh, you did not. Neither did I when I hear it. But in the transcript, and when Neil Armstrong talks about the quote, because of the um, audio quality and how he actually said it, the actual quote is, that's one small step for a man, mm-hmm. one giant leap for mankind. But he said a man. So, so audio quality, it sounds like man. So they're blaming it on audio quality? Uh, that and the fact that he probably said it way too quick because it's Cause one small. He's saying it like one small step for a man, mm-hmm. one giant leap for mankind. Because I've always heard, not saying you're wrong. I no, no. Be wrong. I've always heard that he misspoke, that he had practiced that for. I've heard, I've seen both. If I. Listen closely. I can hear the a man part. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to me, it makes more sense. Like, that's one small step for a man talking about himself. Yeah. But one giant leap for mankind. That's everybody. Well, yeah, no. That Otherwise, it's just that's one small step for man, which is also right. mankind. Right. And one giant leap for man. So it just. When I say he misspoke, I meant that he had been practicing saying a man. Oh. And said it wrong. That's, that's like practicing an intro constantly and then. Continually fucking it up every five. Right. And can you imagine the pressure just being the first person to stand on the moon and also standing on the moon? I'd be so excited. I'd screw the lineup. That's one small step for an alien. Ah, shit. (laughs) Um, I didn't say that. Houston, can we strike that from the right? Oh, we're live. Uh, Check, please. (laughs) Gotcha, guys. So I'm going to play it again. again. And let's see if we can hear. Oh, I got to hit the button. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. So when pointing out there should be an uh there, I now can hear a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll no. say I hear it. <laughs> no, you don't. If you don't hear it, you don't hear it. But I, I can actually hear it. But also that could be, you know, it's like that thing where, your brain tra- plays tricks on you. You see things when you, mm-hmm. well, maybe you hear things too when you sure. you expect to. So um, that's like that blue and gold dress thing. Uh, <laughs> you remember that? I do remember Way that. Way back when. <laughs> oh, we're dating ourselves. All right. So now he landed on the earth. Uh, <laughs> 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 Flip that. Reverse it. So he landed on the moon. <laughs> Said the quote, whether you hear uh or not hear an uh, yep. it doesn't really fucking matter. It's the same damn message. You get the point. So for the next two hours, they spent the rest of the time taking pictures, recording the landscape, collecting moon rocks, uh, soil samples, as well as deploying a package of scientific experiments, and of course, planting the American flag, which was extremely tough to to get into the ground. Mm-hmm. They could only get it in... This, <laughs> I'm going to say it. They could only get it in seven inches. 
Some of us are working with a little bit more. Some of us are working with a little bit less, but they could only get it in seven inches. Uh, with the hammer that they use to actually take rock samples. So I don't know why they made a point to point that, but anyways. And on takeoff. <laughs> like how the last 45 seconds, you've been doing the hammer motion <laughs> on top of a invisible flagpole. Wait, we're, we're not video yet? Uh, Shit. All right. What do you know of? <laughs> Whoa, that's creepy. <laughs> I do not consent to that video. So anyways, it was hard. And on actual takeoff, they the flag fell. Whether it was the oh no shit yeah. Whether it was the power of the um, engines lifting off or whatever, Buzz, Aldr- uh, Buzz Aldrin stated that he watched the flag fall over. I think he said he watched it fall over, saw it fall over. Mm. So yeah, the flag probably isn't even on the moon anymore. I did not know that it fell over. Yep, but it was so shat like they couldn't get any deeper because outside of the fine, which we'll talk about. Yep. Um, I don't want to call it sand, so lunar dust. Find lunar dust that actually the footprints are still there to this day because mm-hmm. wind and, I mean, unless an asteroid hits that spot. Mm-hmm. Underneath that is just a bunch of hard rock. Right. So you're trying to get a you know metal pole in there that they, fun fact, they actually kept the flag in the ladder of the lunar module to keep it safe from um, fire and all that. Mm. Not really a fun fact, but... I learned a, fact a, learned a fucking lot of shit about Apollo 11, all right? More will spill out there. So on top of leaving all that stuff, they left a plaque there. And the, uh, that plaque, uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> that plaque said, here man, here men, I'm going to start that over. Here men from the planet Earth set foot, f- uh, here men, from planet Earth, first set foot on the moon. I'm going to read it like a robot. July 1969 AD, we came in peace for all mankind. Mm-hmm. So that's left on the moon. I like that the aliens are going to know what AD meant. <laughs> I like that aliens are going to be able to read that. Like, it's it's words. That's true. Look at these hieroglyphs. <laughs> Anyways. So after, then they got on. On the lunar module, and after a meal and a nap, they took off and docked with the uh, uh, you said, Apollo 11. You said nap? Yeah. It sounded like app. No, nope, You nap. said a meal and a nap, and I was like, oh, they got an appetizer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today on our onboard flight, we're going to have some nuts and <laughs> caviar. Like two for 20 Applebee's special. Oh, something. Uh, I'll get into all that type of stuff. Okay. I'm jumping the gun. I'm so excited. Here's another little fun fact. Did you know that President Nixon had a speech at the ready just in case they couldn't take off from the moon and dock back at Apollo 11? This probably makes sense. Yeah, the the, uh, speech was... You have it. I have the speech. Oh, shit. It's just like a little... It's a blurb. So the speech, quote-unquote. Right, right. right. The saying he was going to say to national TV was... Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. Damn, that's chilling. Right? Luckily, he didn't have to do that. Thankfully, everything was success. He didn't? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. And eight days, three hours, 18 minutes, and 35 days after launch, or seconds after launch, the three men that explored the Earth, one, of course, sadly, was... Fucking orbiting the damn thing, probably son of a bitch. I, I want to be down there. Explore the moon, sir. What'd I say? I said Earth. 
Well, they explored the Earth too, but they explored the Moon in this case. They're um, avid hikers. They splashed down back down into the Pacific Ocean. Yep. Now here's some fun facts I just put at the end of all this. Okay. So there's no order to it. It's not after, before, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the moon dust smells like gunpowder? Uh, I did not hear that. Yep. Moon dust smells like... So after they got back on Lunar Module and they took their shit off, mm-hmm. uh, the smell of the dust was gunpowder, like mm-hmm. gunpowder. As they were taken off, the flag fell over. I already spoiled that one. To, got this guy that was too anxious to jump the gun. <laughs> Spacesuits. Did you know they were designed by a lingerie company? No shit. Yes, they were. Victoria's Secret. It took them, it took them about three years to design. It was by Playtex, and they had 21 layers. And actually, one of the layers is the uh, same material they use for their bras. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I thought these would be fun. On Splashing Down the Pacific Ocean, it was by near Hawaii. Did you know that they had to declare their cargo and fill out customs forms after landing back on the Earth? I did know that. You did? That's wild. Yeah. They put that they started at Cape Kennedy, Florida, and had a layover on the moon. That's weird <laughs> shit. It's, but that's so I just love that line. We had a layover on the moon. Yeah, the, the the bureaucracy of having to do that, like, right? fucking stupid. Well, then they had to go into quarantine for two weeks afterwards because they didn't want to get the moon plague. Yeah. And, oh, uh, if there was a moon plague, they didn't want to pass it to uh, Earth. Or what are those us. old silver RVs called? It was one of those that was like retrofitted, right? I've seen it. I, honestly, I don't know. I didn't. It just was going with the facts. Sorry. No, you're People fine. People would know that. You're fine. You're fine. Whatever. Uh, smartphones are more powerful than the computers on the mission. That one we'll just gloss over. Um, really, they were. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one I had. Did you know that the uh, the capsule in which they traveled in to the moon and back, not the mm-hmm. lunar module, is as large. As a large SUV. That's the size they traveled in. Yeah. So you don't got a ton of room. No, and all the gear and equipment and computers and everything. Everything. Yep. That's that's tight. That's tight like a... so tight. They also, um, in their helmets, Uh in case they couldn't get the gear off after on the moon, they actually had a reserve of of food in there to last, uh, you know... Survive. Survive, yeah. Last them. <laughs> Last them. Buzz Aldrin uh, peed his pants on the moon. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was normal. They had diapers on. I was going to say. I mean, they're, but, I mean, two hours. How old was he? He's still alive, so he, he is. couldn't have been too old. Was he just so excited that he pissed himself on the moon? I mean, they were only out there for like two-something hours. I know. I mean, some days I go at work all day without going. That's because you're a machine, and not everybody is I'm an absolute unit. <laughs> you're a fucking unit. You are, <laughs> and that beard is so manly. I'm it a, is. <laughs> I, just, I had nothing. I was hoping you'd take over. I always have to take over for your liners. <laughs> it's like a maxi pad. Oh, your turn computer my computer down. <laughs> turn my computer down. Oh. That was my computer still on. Um, one small step for boom. <laughs> so, conspiracies. I have, I don't know. A lot. Now, I'm going to touch the main one. Okay. And that was the one that's still 10% of the U.S. 
believe today. I can't believe 10% believe this. Anyways, mm-hmm. despite all the facts and everything, the moon landing was faked. Uh, they say... Is the conspiracy. Is the conspiracy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Not how I believe. I, I think it was real. Yes. So the landing was faked. Uh, landing was too convenient with the Soviet Union looking to be close to its own moon mission. And mm-hmm. they wanted to beat them. Uh, with the decade promise of reaching the moon coming close to not happening... NASA and the U.S. were going to make it happen, whether real or not. The American flag looks like it's flapping in the wind, which what they said is when they're putting it in, you know, it moved. Mm-hmm. It's not flapping in the wind. But they're, like, twisting it back and forth and trying to get it in the ground. Mm-hmm. Naturally, it's going to move. But they came. Oh, sorry, not they came. <laughs> Whoa, what kind of so mission is this? to be on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, I pissed in, came on the moon. The window's open. <laughs> What's that? The window's open. I love it. <laughs> Who cares? We're having a great time. All right. They claimed the astronauts blasted off, went into orbit around the Earth while a video shot in a studio played for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And then they came back as false heroes. Oof. The conspiracies mostly came from the 70s. After the missions had stopped, you know, after Apollo 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's probably more to the fact that the citizens don't trust the government more than the moon missions themselves. So what do you have on... Um, I mean, do you have anything to add to the conspiracies? Yes. So I want to preface my talking about this by saying that I do, as well as you, Yes. Believe that we really did what go to too the moon. many evidence, moon rocks, and just everything. Yes. Yeah, too much. But I do reserve and say that my conspiracy driven brain believes that there's a lot more to us going to the moon than I agree. Yes, I, I believe that there was ulterior motives that were not disclosed. Yes, what is that called? There's yes. something I'm trying to think of right now. It's called, I think yes. maybe even this uh conspiracy of the faker. Fake landing. Faker. The faker landing. Uh, it could be, um, I can't think of the word. It could be like a ruse. A ruse? Uh, by that, I mean like a distraction from like. Oh, okay, yeah. Trying to, everyone take take the attention to this fake theory to avoid. Damn it, Lennon, we've been swindled. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so I just want to preface that that's what Of I course, did. yes, yes. Thank you. Um, so, according to the book that I read, which is called Ancient Aliens on the Moon, and we'll get more into that. Later. Was this hard copy or audible? Um, this was Kindle. Even better. Anyway, so I read I read a book uh, called Ancient Aliens on the Moon. By the way, I'm proud of you for reading a book. Thank um, you. I know that's your first one since high school. Well, first one. This, well, no, this one did have pictures, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he sat down and mommy came over and started showing him the pictures. And yeah. by mommy, I mean Courtney, because oh. you call her mommy. Uh and no, not since high school, because in high school I didn't read the books either. I did the spark notes on Right. Anyway. Oh, don't let hope your teachers don't listen to this. I hope they do. Oh wait, it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> um, so in the book there was a big portion on proving the legitimacy of the Apollo eleven landing. Okay. Um so according to the book, there are three major points that fake theory users fake theory uses as proof. Fake theory users. <laughs> He's just fucking sitting there smiling at me. Can you like turn him towards you? Nope, I'm like, Every time I look over, he's just like, hi. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> he's got jazz hands. Oh, uh, 
It's fine. I'm kidding with you. Okay. I love you, big boy. All right. All so right. that's little boy, not big boy. You're big boy. Yeah. Let's go, big boy. Um. So point number one is the radiation exposure was not survivable. Point number two is the photographic evidence, and point number three was the mechanics and physics of the mission were not realistic. Well, hold on. The radiation wasn't survivable. You had Playtax with their 21 layers. I mean, they don't they make, like, sanitizer for the women? Sanitary cloth? I don't Playtex. know. Playtax. <laughs> Sanitary cloth? Uh, I don't fucking know. I'm not a woman. I don't use it. <laughs> That's why I'm confused. <laughs> like, fucking tampons and everything. Aren't they Playtex? I don't know. You've never bought your Playtex for your girlfriend no, or she, fiance? She buys it herself. What kind of man are you? I've bought it many times. Okay, I bought it like twice, but still, who cares? It's not for me. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Oh, jeez. I usually take a shopping cart. Throw shit in. I've done it one time. Oh. I, I take a shopping cart, and I get a bunch of big shit, and I throw that box under, and I put that all on top. Why are people so... I don't know. We're like, getting... self-conscious or scared? To... You're obviously not buying it for yourself, or you're one hairy man, a woman. Well, you can't say that uh, <laughs> You can't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That could be a thing. But needless to say, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Needless to say, radiation was, according to them, unsurvivable. Playtex had them covered. All right. Playtex has them covered. We're not going to get in Playtex. So uh, this there was a full, pretty much full chapter on this in the book. I will be saying it many times, but I highly recommend everybody check this book out. It is incredible. This is a few bullet points from this chapter, which. Pretty much any piece of um, uh, claim of from pretty much any claim that anyone has from this theory can be disproved through the through this chapter. So um, some of these you probably came across in your research. Shadows fall in different places, multiple light sources. Yes, yes. Uh, the explanation is that in the pictures, this pops up in the astronauts. Oh wow, I read that wrong. It's okay. The explanation is that in the pictures this pops up in, the astronauts are actually on different elevations, which causes the shadows to fall and bend in a different way than the next. So if you look at the one picture in the book, it shows as evidence. The guy on the right standing on a bit of a hill. The guy on the left, I don't know which one's Neil and which one's Buzz. Yeah, they look the same. In the too, yeah. Um, so they're standing at different elevations and one's at a hill. Odd lighting in pictures. Things in the foreground and the background are lit at different levels in a way that does not coincide with one singular light source. Um, despite contrary belief, the explanation, despite contrary belief, the Earth is actually a significant light source to the moon just as it is with us. So you got things in a foreground that are darker than things in a background when Makes it sense. should be supposed to be closer to the sun. But yeah, I mean, the moon lights up Earth, Earth at night, right? So, I mean, we're also... No, 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 stop, stop. You're putting your actual logical thinking into this... <laughs> We got to just throw that out the window. What are they talking about? The earth doesn't moon up the light. Oh, (laughs) the earth doesn't light up the moon. Now you're talking their language. Um, (laughs) Backwards and weird. uh, Another one is that if you've seen these pictures, you've noticed there's no stars. Photos taken on the moon need to have a special exposure time. The cameras back then were on film. It's not digital cameras like everyone thinks of today where this is really becoming prevalent. So they need to have a special exposure time. And since the surface is so bright and reflective, the wrong setting will allow too much light into the camera and it will become overexposed. That being said, the brief amount of time the film is exposed doesn't allow enough light from other stars, galaxies, and nebula to be visible. This also helps prove the objects that seen 
are seen in the lunar photos were actually there for them to have shown up with such a short exposure time, which okay, we'll get now, into that later. Putting that out there, like uh, saying it that way, yes. now makes sense now why people are making such a big deal. Some of these little lights and shit. Right. I'm like, that's just that's nothing to me. Yeah. But now that makes more sense. But also. When you are in a city and it's bright out, you can't see the stars either. So right. if it's too bright, you can't see the stars still. Exactly. How did the footage of... Fifth, of, of uh, wow. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> How did the footage of Apollo 15, 16, and 17 of the lunar module ascending get taken if no one was there to take it? This is just so fucking silly. Uh, there. How did someone take the video of them launching off the moon if no one was there? It's obvious the camera was on a probe that was given the command based off of, off of math done on Earth through the speed of radio transmissions from Earth to pan up with the craft. It was remote controlled is the easy answer. Again, logical brain is, is so taking simple. over. Stop it. Uh, uh, on, the film move. would melt in the temperature of space. Temperature? Melt? Yeah. Isn't it cold? Uh, depending on where you are. In the, shed, in the shade. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sun would be... Much hotter. Yeah. Again, simple as NASA. NASA. <laughs> oh, NASA. NASA. <laughs> NASA uses special film. It was thought of, guys. Um, there's uh, the sea rock. There's a rock that has a sea, it looks like, into it. And they were. They said, oh, well, that's a prop rock. Prop rock. Oh, I love pop rocks. <laughs> yeah. For um, <laughs> when they do stages and stuff, they got different markers for different props. Of course. And this one was a rock that was meant to go on location C. No. Uh, hair or fiber that managed to find its way onto the film negative in the scanning room floor is supposedly how it went. And if you look at it, it yes, it looks like a C, but also looks like a short and curly. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a pube? <laughs> a short and curly? <laughs> I mean, it's a short, curly hair. Oh, my God. Who the hell is, Bill, are you doing the fucking photos naked again? <laughs> if you're going to do that, at least shave for us. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, that's what I got on the... This poor Bill bastard. I'm always picking on him. Billy! Bill, put your fucking pants on. <laughs> so that was a little bit of what this chapter touched on in the book, and I like I said, and I will continue to say I highly recommend this book. I, I like it. So that's Apollo 11 conspiracy on my point. Apollo 11. That wraps that up. Yeah, so my thinking on the conspiracies, though, is you have 12 astronauts that landed and stepped foot on the moon. You have six astronauts that orbited the moon and mm-hmm. you know, stayed in the spaceship. Everybody in NASA, you have so many people that you would have had a, what they like to use the word, whistleblower by now. Mm-hmm. It just would not have been silent. Something would have come out already. I definitely don't think it's It would have been silent, but it would have been deadly. Just like your uncle. Oh, so. um, <laughs> did uh, I think that I don't think we talked about it, but it, main thinking on this theory is that Stanley Kubrick was the one who did the the um, who recorded the fake quote unquote fake moon landing. Okay, and uh, they say that a lot of his evidence is in The Shining of him, not evidence, but of in The Shining, he put a lot of details in there saying that he was the one who did it. Really? Uh, yeah, have you not heard that stuff? I have not heard it. Uh, I have also not seen The Shining, so... What? I Jesus. I You are Jesus, aren't you? I, um, There's a lot of stuff in The Shining that everyone's okay. kind of pointed to. And like I said, the main thinking on this is that Stanley Kubrick did it because I mean, he's an amazing director. And, okay. But, yeah. Well, I 
have not heard that, and I will someday watch The Shining, I promise. You can just watch on YouTube, The Shining. Here's Johnny. Yeah, you can watch The Shining, Moon Landing, Evidence. Uh, squirrel, his phone lit up, ladies and gentlemen. That wasn't a dramatic pause. That was just like, oh, shit, my phone. <laughs> Look up on YouTube. That video. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was Apollo 11, the first manned mission to the moon mm-hmm. of the seven missions to the moon. Again, yes. Apollo 13 didn't happen. I mean, it happened. It didn't. <laughs> it was aborted. Fuck. Next week, we'll talk about the last and a couple other things. Some surprises. We're going to get into we're taking it from facts, which. These still could be pack facts, though. Okay. Pack facts. Pack facts. <laughs> I'd like that. Uh, we're taking it from accepted facts. There you go. I like that. Yeah. To some. Researched possibilities. I like it. That's a good Ooh. way of putting it. Now who's dropping them with some knowledge? We're Sitting getting down. into some some good good stuff next episode. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> so everybody, thanks so much for listening to our sixth episode on NASA and the Moon. Join us next Monday. Sixth episode of NASA and the Moon. What's our sixth episode on <laughs> NASA and the Moon? <laughs> um, join us next Monday. And, hey, Josh, before we go, oh, um, did you know that the moon has a thin atmosphere called an exosphere? I did. We didn't mention it, did <laughs> I we? still win. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, let's let's get so the fuck good. out of here so I can beat your ass. Uh, yeah, good stuff. So tell a friend, rate us, review us, write us. Came in hot and heavy. Yeah, I got scared. <laughs> Sorry. I actually did get scared. Go ahead. Uh, rate us, review us, write us at... An email, tell us what your thoughts are. Um, DTScast at gmail.com. Don't touch my Sasquatch pod at on Insta. Everyone remember, stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do it. See you. Peace. We're back. This is your mission commander speaking. I have not been heard myself called that. Disappointed. Apologize. Well, I felt a little upset. It was on a December 7th, 1972. There, Quit fucking stealing my shit. Oh, it's a payback. And you said December 17th. It's December it's 7th. the 7th. Uh, I was going to bring it up to Apollo 11. My voice cracked. If you put that in anywhere, I, I, <laughs> I, would, I would never do that. Damn it, Lennon, we've been swindled. So disrespected. <laughs> wish, wish, wish. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got some church bells. Well, it blew up. Transition! <laughs> What would you do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? I lost my spot. Un momento, por favor. I love how our voices just changed. We went from like goofy to just talk about the <laughs> business time. <laughs> oh, I see.